Alright, okay, okay. So, I've learned that not lots of people know lots of things about, like, basic things to do. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, like, I know this is one that is pretty commonly well-known, but there are some people that still don't know it, or they don't know why. But if you're changing a tire, make sure you change it in a star pattern. Because if you don't, it will put too much pressure on lots of the bolts, and having too much pressure will either burst the bolts, or it will uh, make it nearly impossible for you to take them off. So when I change tires, I think about Patrick from Spongebob, because it's a good thing to do, you know? And, yeah, that's a good good place to start this. I, I guess, life advice, you know? But another thing, if you're ever using pliers on, like, small metal objects that are just, like, alone, if you're making, like, earrings or putting something together with a pair of needle-nose pliers or wire cutters that also double as pliers. If you want to open it up, an easy way to do it without uh, hurting your fingers or putting another pair of pliers in there, like maybe it's too small, you want to take um, your needle-nose pliers if it's too small, but if not, you want to take your regular pliers. You would just want to close them and you want to put the end inside of whatever little thing you're trying to open up. And you would just want to open it. Along with, if you've got a window that it won't open, and it's got uh, little handles. Not like ones that you've got to pull in so it locks. But like little handles, like the older houses do. That you just grab on and pull up. And it won't open, it's like stuck or it's frozen. If you take a hammer, don't hit it, but place the hammer under it. And lightly push on the bottom of the handle. Like, don't put the hammer head, put the side that takes out nails under it and hook it. Lightly push on the bottom, it will open it. I learned that one recently. Along with a few other things. Um, when loading a dishwasher, like a new dishwasher you've never used before, you want to check how many um, places shoot water, like where it all is, you know? Because if you can do that, if there's two or more places that have spouts, um, you can put more things in there. But if there's only one, you're going to have to put very few things in there. You know? Um, something that should be common knowledge, but I realized isn't, for a lot of younger people, do not use metal spatulas on nonstick pans. Metal spatulas are for, um, stuff like, oh god, what is it called? Uh, cast iron. Do not use them on nonstick, it will scratch them, and it will not be nonstick anymore. Yeah. And if, if you put on a pot, and it, like, with boiling water in it, and it starts smoking, check where the smoke is coming from. If it's under the pot, that means you're... That means you need to clean your stove. It's over the pot. That means you got something in the water, or the water's up, or the heat's up too high. And that is that is something that I had to learn the hard way. So I'm gonna share things I've learned the hard way, I guess. And hmm, random fact I learned: because 
of how small of a space raccoons can fit in. A raccoon can fit into a space about four inches around. And how wide the average human anus can fit, er, not fit, stretch, without taking damage, which is seven inches, you can, without damage, fit two and three quarters raccoons up your ass. With minimal damage, you can fit a whole two raccoons. And if, um, say like, it's not your first rodeo, you could probably fit two and a half to three full raccoons, which is terrifying, and don't ask where I learned that one. Um, let's see. Another thing. If you go to Walmart or something, never buy store brand mac and cheese. Always get the good stuff, because store brand, cheese is bad. The noodles are, are fine, but the cheese... Never use store brand cheese for mac and cheese. Don't. Never. Or store brand toilet paper. Never. Ever. And if you live in an area that's got like a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General, their Velveeta is good. It's cheap and it is good. It's authentic. Along with at Aldi's, you can get brick cheese. It's amazing. It's good for chili. It's good for mac and cheese. Chili mac. Um, yeah. That's a good place to start. And make sure you support your local Goodwill. Because that's a good thing to do. You know? Um, yeah, but if you're trying to get into, like, crafts, earrings, what you want to do, don't... Go and, like, buy a big expensive kit that's got pliers in it, that's got all that fun stuff, jewels and stuff. Don't get those. The pliers break easy, and the jewels are fake. What you want to do is you want to go get, you can get little bags, you know, like Joann's or Michael's, that have replacements and extra stuff for those. Buy those. Get yourself a pair of um, pliers. Like, an actual pair of pliers, needle nose, or whatever you want to use. Like, my pliers are, they do well as wire cutters, but, and then I've got a pair of needle nose pliers somewhere else. You want to get those, and then you want to buy everything else separately. A, it's cheaper, and then B, everything lasts longer, and builds much, much better. Everything works better. And it's, as I said, cheaper. You know? And if you ever want to make earrings out of... But, like, you want to make them straight up from scratch, but you don't have any metal or pliers, and you're not very good at bending metal, so you can't make the design you want, start off with writing something down on a piece of paper, then take hot glue and trace it. Because then... You've got what you want. It's bendable. Doesn't break easy. And it works. It might take a little practice at first. But then you have the design you want. And you can practice with metal and bending and all that. And that works. Um, a good tip for bleach. It may seem like a good idea to not use your softer brushes. To use your ones that have hard bristles. 
but those will be eaten by the bleach. That is not something that you want to do. So if you're like bleaching your clothes and you want to put a design on it with a paintbrush, use a softer brush. Do not use the hard ones. The bleach will eat them. Another thing I had to learn the hard way. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Windshield wipers only replace the rubber part when it starts getting squeaky and it the only time you're supposed to replace the whole thing is if it breaks or like it's sticking. There's, even then you really just have to oil it or make sure it's warm because it might be frozen. Um, oh, and if you live in a colder climate, like like it's cold constantly or maybe it's like freezing in the winter. Make sure you take out and clean your piercings if you have any, like, that's, like, common sense. But especially wear plastic ones. Because otherwise, you could get uh, frostbite. Because the metal will be cooler and it, it will, like, freeze if it's too cold. And you could get frostbite around your piercings and you'd have to take them out and you wouldn't have piercings anymore. So get plastic ones. Make sure you wear scarves, gloves, and everything, because those are good for you. Along with that, you want to have fake piercings, because, like, you can't get real piercings yet. Be very careful on what kinds you get. If you're going to make your own, make sure you uh, sand down the ends where they're going to hit your skin, because you don't want to get irritated. If you are going to get ones from the store that are fake or, like, from a tattoo shop, don't go to Claire's for anything, first off. Don't go to, like, those ones that are for kids. Don't. Just just don't. It's, it's a bad idea. Go to an actual tattoo parlor for any sort of piercing stuff you need. Because that is... A, I know it's a little bit more expensive... But, like, the chance of getting an infection goes way down, plus you're taught a lot more things that you need to know. Because, I, little story, I went to Claire's, when I was a little, little kid, got my ears pierced for a second time. So I had double pierced ears. I don't anymore. I still have the scar on the inside, but the outside's fully healed up, because they don't clean their stuff. And doing it with a piercing gun is also very dangerous. But I got a very bad infection. I cleaned it every day, everything, but the gun wasn't cleaned. And they also missed where they were supposed to. They don't train these people as well as they should. It's like going to Victoria's Secret to get your bra fitted. They're not trained. These are just teenagers. Oh, yeah, by the way. That is not something you should do. You should not go to any sort of place that sells bras and get yourself fitted there. If you have measuring tapes that can bend, you want to use those. I don't know if this is common knowledge for everybody, but I sure as hell didn't know it when I first started up. The uh, number on your bra size is the measurement of your chest. And depending on the measurement for your bust, that depends on what size you are. Like, if you're 
um, say your rib cage is 36 and you're a uh, 38 above, that's like a B. You know, I think maybe I don't remember, but you can you can go online and get charts that will show you what measurement is what, and then what bra size bra size size you should get. Okay, and just this really should be known more. If you're bigger, with a smaller uh, rib cage, like say you're cartoonishly proportioned. Say you've got a 36 triple D. Don't go to Walmart for your bras. Don't go to Victoria's Secret for your bras. Find yourself a Torrid. There, if, if there's a Torrid in your area, order your bras online. Please. It, it is so much easier. But Torrid is an amazing place to go. It, they sell stuff that is made for bigger women, along with uh, women that are actually like proportioned properly and improperly they they sell good good clothes for women you know and i'm sorry i'm stuttering to hell that is because i have a stutter and it's decently bad but not all that bad you know and you know a few other things everybody's yelling about all these conspiracy theories right now don't bother don't mind them don't don't. If somebody is messing with you and, like, if if you get into a conversation with this conspiracy theorist and you can't get yourself out, just say something weirder and they'll leave you alone. I had a conversation once. Somebody told me the moon landing was fake. I responded with, you still believe in the moon? You can do that. It works. It might send them deeper into a rabbit hole, but they'll leave you alone for a bit. And, yeah. That actually also works for a lot of things. If you start talking crazy, if you don't want to be in a conversation with somebody, you start talking crazy, they'll leave you alone. If you don't want to be around somebody or you don't like somebody, start talking crazy. Okay? Yeah, um... Oh... Another thing, if you're an introvert and you don't like going and talking to people, or like you don't like it when people show up at your house unannounced, every time somebody rings the doorbell or knocks on the door, put on a jacket. Alright? I, I don't care if it's the middle of summer. Put on your jacket or like slip on your shoes or something. If it's somebody you do want to talk to, you can tell them you just got home. If it's somebody you don't want to talk to, you can tell them you're about to leave. And then they'll walk away. I cannot tell you how many times I've used that one. Yeah. And if you're running into problems like I am, where you like to present yourself as intimidating, but like the people that know you better don't see you as intimidating because you're not, it's fine. You don't have to be scary all the time. You don't have to be big and strong. It's okay to be weak sometimes. You know? Showing your emotions and letting people know things does not make you weak. It makes you human. It's a big thing that I've had to learn. If you're emotionally distant, 
and like somebody needs help and you don't know what to do, the best thing you can do is comfort them. You don't have to give them any advice. Just go hug them or like hold their hand for a little bit. Let them talk. Okay? Because like it's, it's hard for me to express my emotions and help people with that kind of stuff. But lots of people like talking to me when they're upset because I don't interrupt them. If you're having trouble with that kind of stuff, like people being comfortable being emotional around you, see if it's because you interrupt them when they're trying to talk. Alright? And another thing. Silence does not have to be awkward. If everything's quiet and you're comfortable, like you, you don't always have to be having a conversation. You don't want to be talking? Just hang out, man. You don't have to be like years into a relationship to be able to have an, a comfortable silence. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not okay to not be talking to somebody when they're hanging out with you. You don't constantly have to give people attention. You don't. It's not your job. And anyway, it's best when you can comfortably sit with somebody in silence. You know, just like me sitting on your phones, chilling in the same room and hanging out, spending quality time together. That's good quality time. Not everything has to be playing a game or talking about how your day's been. Just have a nice time talking and being friends or a couple or whatever you are, you know? And even if you don't really like spending time with people, it is, it, it, that's perfectly fine. But it, it is good for you to stop and spend time with somebody you care about. Find somebody that makes you feel happy with who you are. That's a good thing you should do. Don't stay on people that will make you feel bad. If you're if you talk to somebody and like they're constantly trying to put you down or if you're making a compromise and it's not actually a compromise it's just they get what they want and you don't just get up and leave, man. It's not worth it at that point. It ain't. If people are threatening violence against themselves or other people, if you walk away, it's not your problem anymore. Call somebody and get up and walk away. It'll be safe. It'll be fine, I promise. I've had that happen before. You just need to realize that these people don't quite fully understand that not everything is theirs. You're a bigger person. Just get up and walk away. Deep breath. <sighs> Alright. And I know, like, probably nobody's gonna listen to this, but I've got so much advice that I want to give to people, but it never comes up in conversation. I've never got the opportunity. I've got so much that I've learned over the years, so much that I need to share with people, but nothing has ever come up to the point where I've needed, where, where I've had the opportunity you know? So, yeah. 
that's that's what I'm going to be here for. I'm going to share things that I've never been able to talk to anybody about. You know, maybe it'll make me a little better at talking to people. Because Lord knows I'm terrible at it. I am horrible at talking to people. Partially because I'm nervous all the time. Partially because I never really talked to people when I was younger. And, And if you're having trouble talking to people or like differentiating uh, romantic and platonic feelings, it's perfectly fine. Right? Just give yourself the time to figure things out. You can't find a relationship that makes you happy? Just wait. Give yourself some time. Nothing is immediate. Things take time. True love doesn't just happen. It is built. You're not just going to look at somebody and have a fairy tale realization that everything in your life is going to be perfect from that point on. You have to build things. Nothing will come to you. You have to make things come to you. You know? You have to go to things... Things won't come to you. If you just sit back and expect life to give you everything, you're going to be sorely disappointed. You know? Yeah. And thing for, like, stuff like that, if you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in, just be honest. Tell your partner how you feel. And if you're thinking about ghosting somebody... Tell them. Never just leave. Because that hurts people. That can make people insecure. If you're with more than one person, tell somebody. Tell tell the people that you're with. Because otherwise, it's not good. That can be terrible. It can hurt people. You know? If you want to be in a relationship that is polygamous... Tell them. Be honest. It's not immoral. It's not bad. There's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I'm in a polygamous relationship. It's it's interesting. Because I am a non-binary lesbian. I like women. I like feminine women, in fact. I also like feminine non-binaries. And, sure, I have a interest in femboys... But I am panromantic as well. So I'm actually dating two guys. One of them is uh, bi and one of them is ace. So it is quite an interesting uh, experience. Because you have an asexual, a bisexual, and a lesbian. None of us are female. And it's quite fun. Because, like, you know, none of us have any clue what's going on. I freak out every time I see somebody cute in a skirt. Uh, My boyfriend also freaks out every time he sees somebody cute in a skirt. And, um, the other boyfriend... Really likes uh, mac and cheese. And ducks. Really into ducks. 
And honestly, that's kind of the most fun part about this. We are all so weird. So, you know, polygamy is not moral, you know? And you can have a partner that you're not sexually attracted to. I'm neither of my partners I'm sexually attracted to, and one of my partners is not sexually attracted to anybody. You don't have- your relationship doesn't have to be sexual, you know? I- I personally, I don't think that it matters whether a relationship is sexual. If people make you happy, they make you happy. And if you were pressured to have crushes at a young age, like, everything was- if you made a friend of the opposite sex, it was- Oh, is that your boyfriend or girlfriend? That it, you you don't not everything has to be sexual or romantic. Sometimes you can just have buddies. You know, and there's nothing wrong with being friends with somebody of the opposite sex or somebody who doesn't have a binary gender. You know, because you know what, it's perfectly fine to be who you are. And love who you love. If nobody should tell you otherwise, nobody should tell you that you cannot dress the way you want to dress. Nobody should tell you that you cannot be the way you want to be. No one. And if anybody does, they're wrong. Cause you can. I know a little boy who it. He loves wearing makeup. And he loves dressing up. But he's scared to do it. Because he thinks it makes him gay. He likes girls. He's not gay. He just likes wearing makeup. And there's no issue with that. There's no problem there. You can like wearing makeup. You cannot like wearing makeup. You know, if you like wearing makeup, good for you. If it makes you feel better, good for you. If you don't like wearing makeup, good for you. If you're confident without it, that's great. And maybe sometimes you got to be reliant on makeup to be confident. If you if there's something out there that makes you feel better about yourself, that's amazing. Like I never found confidence in who I was or what I looked like. Until I started dressing more like a guy. Until I started binding. Like, I was never confident. And now, I wear whatever the hell I want. I don't let people tell me what to do. Sometimes, you cannot naturally have confidence. And it's not a problem. It just means you're a little uncomfortable. Never let anybody tell you who to be or what to do. No one. The only opinion you should take is your own. If people don't like you for who you are, leave them. Leave them behind. If you, even if you have to leave your family behind because of it, sometimes you have to. If you've ever heard the phrase, um, blood is thicker than water, everybody thinks it means family is more important than friends. But that's wrong. The original phrase was, The blood of the bond is thicker than the water of the womb. 
Because you can choose who you're friends with. You can choose who you bond with. Whether that be your family or not. Sometimes your family is not all you have. Is not all you need. Sometimes you don't even have your family. You shouldn't rely on what everybody else says. You shouldn't think that just because they're family, they're always right. Or they know what's best for you. Because sometimes they don't. In fact, a lot of the time they don't. Family doesn't always understand. And you know what? If you have to walk away from your family because they are hurting you or they are toxic, do it. You should never feel bad about cutting somebody off. Ever. Because if they're hurting you and if they don't even have to be physically hurting you, your mental health matters too. If you have to cut somebody off, don't feel bad. Just do it. Whether it be family, friends, just walk away, man. It's not worth it. It isn't. I promise, your life will be so much better once you realize that staying in toxic relationships is not worth it. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. Whether you want to believe it or not, you deserve so much better. I don't care what you think about yourself or how you feel about yourself. You deserve so much better. You don't deserve to be hurting. You know? It's it's not good for you. Alright. About half an hour in. I'm gonna end it here. I'll talk to y'all next time. This is Tank, and... I'm doing whatever the hell I want to.